1: There'll be days like this. When there's no one complaining, there'll be days like this. Everything falls into place like the flick
0: of a switch. Well, my mama told me there'll be days
1: like this. 307 on the Central Coast. It is Tuesday, December twelfth, two 2023. I'm Dave Congleton, welcoming you to another edition of Hometown Radio. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for hanging out with us. We're here all the way till 7 o'clock. On this uh, broadcast today during the 4 o'clock hour, let's learn the bittersweet truth about chocolate, shall we? How much do you really know about how your chocolate has been produced? We'll educate you. Michael Gross joins us during the 5 o'clock hour. We lost Norman Lair last uh, week. 101 years old, just a genius on so many levels. And his uh, fingerprints were all over TV during the 1970s, including the landmark show All in the Family. So let's talk. And then uh, we're going to hear from some adoptees during the 6 o'clock hour to talk about the whole adoption process and what they wish they would have known. It is a Dave Congleton show, always your hometown radio talk show. First up, this uh, McClatchy newspaper editorial caught my eye last week I guess um, this is a law that is going to go into effect starting January 1st and this is just a statewide law Uh, this is AB 1084 AB Assembly Bill 1084 has been passed by the legislature already signed by the governor in fact Newsom signed this back in 2021 it kicks in January 1st requires big retailers ...to include a gender-neutral section of toys. Failure to comply could result in a $250 fine for a first offense... ...and $500 for a repeat violation. The regulation applies to retailers that have at least 500 employees... ...throughout their California locations. So we're talking about the Walmarts, Targets, things like that. Now, the law doesn't ban the traditional boys' and girls' sections in big retail stores... There can still be aisles devoted exclusively to boy toys like trucks and construction sets and others set aside for Barbies and Princess costumes as long as there is also a section with a cross-section of toys. Anyway, I couldn't resist reaching out to Annie Lorenzen. Always delighted when she's able to make time to join us. She's with us now. Annie, good afternoon.
2: Good afternoon, Dave. Thanks for another (laughs) mind-bender. You
1: can't make this stuff up, can you?
2: No. You you can't and uh, and you know me it's because that's I've got that little bit of ADHD OCD so I'm always you know my mind tends to go to the minutia I, and I, uh, I
1: got enough of that for both of us don't worry
2: yeah yeah we, we we make a good pair that way so yeah thanks for the exhausting exposure but
1: I, I'm just struck initially right out the gate just reading this editorial that even the editorial writer is kind of sexist. I mean mm-hmm. he or she, there can still be aisles devoted exclusively to boy toys like trucks and construction sets. Why are those necessarily boy toys? Isn't that part of the problem
2: <laughs> well yeah, it is actually um interestingly, reading over and over the bill, you know i don't I don't get that same conclusion um it's child care items is the way the bill spells it out, okay It's okay. It says, a retail department store that offers child care items or toys for sale, and these for kids 12 and under, shall maintain a general neutral section or area to be labeled at the discretion of the retailer, in which a reasonable selection of the items and toys for children that it sells shall be displayed, regardless regardless of whether they have been traditionally marketed for either girls or boys. So I'm right away... Does that mean I don't get out of the bill what the that what you read that there will still be for that age group there'll still be separate boys and girls sections um for clothing or what have you because child care item means any product designed or intended by the manufacturer to facilitate sleep relaxation or the feeding of children or to help children with sucking or teething um You facilitate sleep with pajamas. You can do it with toys, whatever. Relaxation doesn't mean sleep relaxation. It could also mean relaxation where a child is playing. Sure. So they're going to be in play clothes, right? They could be indoors or outdoors. So right away I'm thinking, all right, this is an ambiguity as far as I'm concerned. Or the feeding of children or to help children with sucking or teething. What, we're going to have yellow pacifiers only, but no pink or blue ones? I'm not sure what this is going to mean. Or, you know, if it's sucking or teething, you know, the toys that they use to put in ice and then you give it to the kid on sore gums, does that mean they can't be pink or blue? I don't know. Um, and, And those things generally are all lumped together, like some of those things, like binkies, which is, the you know, the sucking devices or the toys. The, the chewing and sucking, uh teething helpers, they tend to be all lumped together anyway. So I don't, you know, those wouldn't be. But clothing would have been separated initially by boys or girls. So are they, as long as clothing is facilitates sleep or relaxation, which could be while they play, indoors or outdoors, does that mean we won't have those clothes out with the girls' section or the boys' section? You know, because anywhere from 12 and under physical let alone psychological but physical development between boys and girls is vastly different and I can only imagine chaos if you've got you know some dresses or some sorts of fabrics or I don't know Dave there's an ambiguity here that really is kind of bumming me out
1: but they made it clear that there can still be a boys aisle and there can still be a girls aisle whatever you want to put in is up to you but there has to be a section labeled gender neutral why are they doing this, Annie? What's the justification?
2: Well, originally, I did find that, by the way. Um, originally, I guess somebody, a mom who had a nine-year-old girl, uh, listened to her daughter complain that, you know, she she liked boys' sex, she liked boys' clothes, she liked some of the boys' toys, and she couldn't understand why it was separate. Um, and her mom worked for somebody, uh, the person that introduced this bill, the last name was L-O-W, Low. Right. Um, and so this became known as Britain's Bill. This little girl's name was Britain. Um, so that's how it started. Uh, you know, she this little girl, quote, said, Boys, for boys, those sections is more about like knowledge and trying to get them smarter. So they can get into a college and get a good job, and then women 's is more like makeup and cooking sets, you know which in and of itself a nine year old might observe that um she considers herself i did at that time a feminist, those little girls was self identifying as a feminist already um, so this woman this little girl's mom had been working for Assemblyman law, so that's how it started um, and I'm not reading that. I guess it is gender mutual, like you said, to the extent that whether or not they have other sections that are based upon just boys or just girls. But I think it's that ambiguity there that that makes it kind of hard.
1: I know, but they make it, I just make that clear because I don't want to confuse people. You can still separate boys and girls things. As long as you also have a section that's gender neutral, then that's allowed by the law. Annie Lorenzen, opening guest on today's edition of Hometown Radio, talking about the new law that takes place January 1st across the state. We'll dive in deeper. Your phone call still to come. We're live. We're local. This is Hometown Radio. You have landed on the Dave Congleton Show, always your hometown radio talk show. The Tribune and other McClatchy newspapers have uh, recently issued an editorial. California orders big retail to add gender-neutral toy aisles. That's just silly. Even McClatchy is coming out against this as we're back with Annie Lorenzen. Annie, on the text line, first text, the sad part is, I understand the empathy the people who wrote this in the Assembly Bill feel, I'm sure they meant well, but it still seems to be going too far to me. Is that your reaction? This is going too far.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it's too far. It appears to be too far because of the ambiguity. The the you know what's not clear about it. So I agree.
1: Um, the editorial self says the law is vague when it comes to requirements for the gender neutral display. It merely says that it must include a reasonable selection of toys, regardless of whether the products have traditionally been marketed for girls or boys. As the editorial says, Annie, that's not much to go on.
2: Exactly. It it just begs all kinds of questions that anybody that has been exposed to children, had children, you know, loves kids and has bought for them in the past or whatever... um, it's going to just raise all sorts of yeah, but what about this? And it'll be all these other things. Um, so it's going to be very interesting. I mean, it's law. It's it was you know it was brought in at the end of twenty twenty one. So it's been around, um, and I'm surprised it hasn't received more, especially with Target and Walmart and store closures and all that. I, it's uh, surprising to me that uh, there wasn't what I would consider more of a flap, at least. Fire.
1: the uh, editorial singles out walmart the local walmart here in arroyo grande uh, dealt with the requirements by dedicating a smallish nook near the store entrance for toys and filling it with um, a mishmash of dolls lego sets board games and blasters that look like complicated space age weapons so that's how walmart is defining gender neutral toys
2: Okay, <laughs> and I would dec- I would describe gender neutral toys also as teddy bears without clothes. I would describe them as lots of balls, different balls for different games. You know those those kinds of things. Um, but that's very interesting because I had not read that editorial as I shared with you. So from the local, so right, and- yeah, that's, that's just leaving a that's opening a toy box of uh, Pandora's issues. Yeah. Well, Pandora's toy
1: box. As you mentioned earlier with this legislator, uh the intent of the law is to break down gender stereotypes. Is that a worthy right. goal,
2: Annie? Um I don't think it hurts, you know. It, it, there's something of doing something about encouraging kids to cross-reference their toys. Personally, the, you know, it's not you cannot say that every boy does not play with toys. You know, you cannot say that every girl does not prefer Legos. Um, It's interesting because Legos House now made a commitment to be more gender-inclusive in their sets, which that's kind of easy to do because you start, you know, making something maybe the little Lego person look a little more feminine or whatever, but also then maybe building on, I don't I'm not sure how, but Lego has made this commitment to really make that more obvious that it's not just Legos that love not just boys that love Legos. So, um, you know, there's there's a lot going on and it was I think it probably having read the history of the bill and where it came from, I think that uh there it's trying to be fair, um, you know, and, and it's making some assumptions I think, uh, for me, there's some assumptions that, you know, there's that kids, and and some of them have been proven true and and proven valid. The assumption that if all you do is offer girls girly things and all you do is offer boys boy things, so should a girl go into a boy's part and a boy go into the other, as it spells out in the story about the beginning of the bill, then it might make people assume that it's inappropriate for a girl to go to the boys department and a boy to go to the girls department.
1: Yeah, but um, but when when I was growing up, I never bought toys on my own. I always went with my parents. Mhm.
2: Uh, mm-hmm.
1: I mean it's if so if the parents takes little David or little Annie to the store, they're right. going to take you down the aisle that they think is appropriate.
2: Yes, because in the in the past what was the retailing of garments or things that people used was based on a different kind of culture where we had, you know, the industrial revolution really brought, made us more and more and more aware of who does what job. It's heavy equipment. It's different kinds of equipment. So that's always been built in. And years and years ago, you know, kids weren't, they didn't go into the toy department by themselves. You know, you're right. That was something that was, done by parents and other adults my point Um, is i don't i don't
1: necessarily see this changing anything because the parents are still going to be the driver behind i mean they're going to be the ones buying the toys at christmas time or buying toys at at birthdays or other special occasions it seems Um, to me you want to educate the parents
2: I, i really do think times have changed there are a lot of kids that are let loose into toy departments or into sections that are for them um kids that are let loose into stores remember we're going up to 12 years old with this that's the other thing we're not talking about little annie and little dave we're talking about middle school annie and dave um you know so kids 12 years is let's see that would be fifth sixth grade could be seventh grade for sure um there are 12 years i left I, i left grade school at 14, and I was one of the oldest kids in the class. So a 12-year-old is going to be a seventh grader, probably, or an eight, you know, maybe yeah. an eighth grader. Yeah. So those are those are not little kids anymore. Those aren't kids that are going to be using sucking or teething toys, most likely. You know, you know those that's different. Um, the clothing will have changed radically, and people bemoan the the state of children's clothes now, saying that you know they're, they make them look too. Much older than they are, and they're, they're very much sexually oriented in the way clothing is sold to kids that are even in junior high. So, this isn't just little kids, and I think that's probably what has people like me, because I love middle school and that's where I taught, has me going, Oh, brother. Right, so, you know, how far is this going to go, and when are they going to split it?
1: Well, I'll get to you know, that. It, I, we got go two ahead. minutes before the news break. So, <laughs> w- comment on the use of government to enforce this policy why is it the best way to require stores to have gender neutral aisles why is that the best way to solve this challenge
2: well personally i don't think it's the best way it doesn't fit in with my own personal ideologies of you know let kids be kids Um, let them choose. And that means a lot of times, now, you know, not always is it a good thing to let them choose, but in many, many cases, I think it's the majority of cases, it's okay to let kids choose because they're going to be choosing based on what they've been exposed to in life, at school, with other friends, and all that sort of thing within their own age groups. Um, You know, they're they're going to be relating more based on the things I just mentioned. They'll be relating more to one gender or the other. We're still talking about being compassionate. I'm not being not compassionate. I just don't think this bill and government going the way they're going like this in California, in this case, and other cases kind of related, you know, I don't don't think it's right. I don't think government is thinking, uh, you know, on what's really happening in one one, just their own constituencies, because a lot of people just blindly go ahead and sign off on stuff like this. But this is so vague. And then you have the issue of how do you enforce it? Um, with as as vague as this is, and then how will what what interests, how will they eventually impact if we're dealing with kids' toys twelve and under, um You know, Dave, this is kind of like, it's parallel to the issue in children's literature and young adult books. You know, there's a very arbitrary age that is given for what is included for children and what is inclusive for kids that are a little older so you have this argument that consistently goes on and this is very similar because it's personal all right you know this is a very personal thing hold that
1: thought annie lorenzen on this broadcast talk about the new law that goes into effect in california requiring big stores big stores you're going to have toys you have to have an aisle that is gender neutral why is this the best way to deal with this we look forward to hearing from you when we come back this is hometown radio Let me take a minute here and just remind you that the 7th Annual KVC Sock Drop is underway now between uh, now and December 21st. We're looking for new socks. Men's socks, women's socks, gender-neutral socks, we'll take them. All the socks we collect are going to go to the homeless. We're in partnership this year with our friends at the Five Cities Homeless Coalition. You can bring your socks right here to KVEC. We're, of course, located at 3620 Sacramento Drive. We've got a big bin downstairs in the lobby. You can also go by the Five Cities Homeless Coalition at 100 South 4th Street in Grover Beach. Uh, Go to 920kvec.com for more details. And please help us with the 7th Annual KVEC Sock Drop. We thank you in advance. This is the Dave Congleton Show, always your hometown radio talk show. So Sacramento's concerned. They're trying to make it easier for young people. And we've all grown up going to the, the big stores and going to the toy department. And there's toys for boys and toys for girls. Well, now they've got this new law. It takes place January 1st that in the bigger stores in your uh, targets in your Walmarts, who's ever left, if you've got 500 employees or more, you've got to add a third aisle. And in this aisle, the toys have got to be gender neutral, whatever that means. Annie and I are agreeing that the law is really vague and we're wondering why we have to turn to government to solve this issue. Maybe you know the answer to this. Maybe Annie and I are missing something. Could you educate us, please? We welcome your phone calls and your text messages at 805-543-8830 or 800-549-5832. Jack is in San Luis. Hey, Jack. Good afternoon, Dave. Hey, Jack.
3: Good afternoon. Hey. Um, Hi, now, you know, the thing is, I think this law is completely irrelevant for nowadays, and it's also mm-hmm. vague, irrelevant in the sense that Kids, you take kids to the store, buy them anything they want. They want a a kitchen set for a guy, whatever. Nobody cares about that anymore. Most of the people nowadays have kids, and when I had kids, I didn't even think about that. Kids kids play, boys and girls play baseball nowadays, they play soccer, they're involved in all the sports, tennis, you name it. It's irrelevant. And all it does is virtue signaling from legislators up in Sacramento, they want to waste time when they have a $58 billion deficit. And that's all they're doing is they're saying, we're neoliberals. We can't handle the budget. We don't do anything else. But we want this thing to take place that's very vague and how it's going to be
1: enforced and so forth. Hang on, Jack. Yeah, Hang on. Uh, Annie, is Jack onto something
2: here? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I I mean, uh, yes, absolutely. It is. Not only the vague, which makes it the the irrelevant part worse. Um, so, yes, I'm in, yes. What else, Jack? Yeah,
3: because as soon as this law came out and I was looking around at the different stores that I go into, I thought, like, you go into any store now, I don't see anything difference. They don't have, like I say, boys' section, girls' section. That just doesn't exist. I've, no, I've not seen that in in my lifetime. I don't think I've ever seen anything like boys' toys, girls' toys, were they going to say boys' toys, girls' toys, neutral toys, you know? And yes. then the person walking down the neutral aisle, uh, I don't get it. It's, it's completely st-
1: Well, that's why we're talking about it, Jack. Thanks for weighing in. 805-543-8830. Uh, on the text line, Annie, a listener is taking, asking a question. Can't they just take down any signs that say girls and boys, let people decide for themselves?
2: I'm trying to figure what that would look like. I was looking at the login and trying to figure out kind of that same thing. Why why can't they just leave things? Because you can walk into uh, a Marshalls, You can walk into, you know, TJ Maxx. You can walk into Ross. You can walk beside these other big department stores. And, you know, they've got them all just, you kind of go where the, the blue jeans are, or where the plaid shirt, I don't know. I, I don't know how that would work without that, but. You know, people can see for themselves what's out there, I
1: guess. 805-543-8830. You're comfortable with Sacramento and its new law? And Annie and I, are we missing something here that we should be understanding? Here's my concern, Annie. All right, so we've got these... Toys and now the toys have to be gender neutral. So, is that not a slippery slope? What becomes the next product? We've got boys' clothes and girls' clothes. Well, we better have an aisle of gender neutral clothes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: Right. And and I'm there's yes, it's a problem. And I, rightly or wrongly, one of the articles that I read when I went to get the you know history of it with the nine-year-old girl, et cetera, et cetera. Um, they, the picture that they put across their article was a, uh, somebody it looks like a lady with a mask on who is going through um, a section of a store, obviously where there's clothes hanging that appear to be appear to be girls because of the I'm looking at the different patterns and that sort of thing. And you know, it's not the law hasn't said that has to happen yet. That is something that, yes, I see down the road could very well happen when they talk about in the law they spell out what a child care item is up until twelve years old, so you know i've I've already mentioned that, and I encourage people, honest to goodness, the state of California has a really good website for legislative stuff, and it's real easy to pull it up and and see what you think it's not long at all. The other laws that you and I have talked about David long this is not long, and it's pretty clear. And it's pretty short. And the reason I think it is is because it is so vague, to be honest.
1: Well, someone's asking on the text line, do the toys have to be gender neutral or just the aisle?
2: Let's see here. Well, just the aisle. Isn't that what it's saying, that there has to be an aisle specifically for gender neutral toys? Well, Uh, let me
1: elaborate that because Sandy is texting in. Hey, Sandy, I think she's got a legitimate question here. Give us an example of a gender-neutral toy.
2: Oh, um, balls, different kind of balls, um, baseball bats, softball bats, basketballs, Legos would be. Um, board games? Not, you know, board games would be, uh, for sure. Um, any kind of science-based little microscopes, probably. those. Anything for, for the STEM products would be in that kind of aisle, and, and rightly so, because that emphasizes that those things aren't just mail, you know, um, astronaut stuff, whatever. Um, it does say it is an aisle. Let's see. It's, it shall maintain a general neutral section or area. It doesn't say aisle, but it's a general neutral section or area, the law says, to be labeled at the discretion of the retailer. So maybe they label it or don't, just say it, it's in that area in which a reasonable selection of the items and toys for children that it sells shall be displayed regardless of whether they have been traditionally marketed for either girls or boys. So there's tons of stuff that clay, you know, how to make things. A lot of stuff is gender-neutral. Things that wouldn't be, though, would be, in that couldn't that would not necessarily be gender neutral would be clothing and that sort of thing um you know items for accessorizing stuff and since it it says it spells out children's item and i've already read that more than enough times. so all right so let's take some calls
1: 805-543-8830 for annie lorenzen ron's
0: in arroyo grande hey ron hello dave how are you we're good thanks Uh, You know, when you say a section gender neutral, I I don't think that they have to label it, uh, gender neutral. You just have a mix of, like I said, the balls. You know, uh, bikes. You go to Walmart and they have bikes for girls. Let me rephrase that they have bikes that are painted in pink and and that somebody would want to maybe give their bike to a girl and then they have the other types of bikes that you know the dirt bikes or whatever for guys but they're all mixed in all right and they don't say gender gender neutral they just put them out there sporting goods you know well, maybe what they should do maybe they already do it the sporting goods items okay girls uh, boys i I don't know what the, the difference is there as far as uh, girls or boys, but uh, maybe the balls are pink and, uh, or uh, the soccer balls are pink or, or blue or whatever. Maybe that's what they mean, but, but, you know. And then when it comes to some of the other things, Walmart, when you, I shop for toys for the grandkids, of course they're not as young anymore, and uh, you would have a girls' section. It made it much easier, but then what I would be accused of, well, you're being uh, uh, whatever the word they want to use, sexist, because you think that girls should play with dolls. No, I don't think they should play with dolls, but if they want to go play with uh, uh, cars that are remote control, are all in one section, all right? I think the only thing that that I could be wrong, but I think the only thing that is in gender uh, section is girls' toys, all right? And when I say girls' toys, like the Mattel things that have the pinks in them and, yeah. and that they're houses and stuff like that. But but aside from all of that, I'm not a lawyer, but I cannot imagine that uh, the the big retailers uh, are not going to take this to court, saying, look, how come you are singling out us?" people who have, I think it was 500 more employees, well, this is yeah. the, the little shops.
1: The law was signed in 2021, so I would think Annie, if they are going to take it to court, it would have been done by now. What do you think of what, what Ron's arguing?
2: Well, you know, many of the things he's saying are really just common sense, we would think. But the law is, in in some of its vagueness, it is surprisingly specific, too. So that's why I would increase, encourage anybody to go ahead and read. I think He's making very valid arguments and points. And for years, yeah, bicycles, all they did with the bicycle department was they had bikes that looked like they were for girls lined up right next to the bikes lined up for boys that looked like they were for boys, but the bikes were all in the same place. Um, you know, there's that. So they do, they are requiring that it be a section or area. They are saying it can be labeled at the discretion of the retailer. So maybe that's like Ron's saying. Maybe then they just say bikes, sporting equipment, whatever. Um, But they want it to be known that it is gender neutral, of course. But then again, it's not just toys. It's these other child care items that we're unsure of. But I think Ron's on to a lot (laughs) because he's being very sensible. Ron, what
0: else (laughs) is on your mind? Well, I just, I really don't understand why any government, whether state or local, would get involved with something like this. Mm -hmm. You know, it's different when, you know, they they chose the larger employers, the ones that had 50 or more employees, about insurance or something like that. Well, that's the -hmm. the person, the people that are working there. And the reason why they didn't go for the people who only had 10, because the financial uh, penalties would be, uh, put a lot of small small businesses out of sight, uh, out of mm-hmm. out of uh, existence. Whereas this a, mm-hmm. th- this has nothing to do with the employees. Uh, and the only thing it has to do with is a government deciding that this is the way you're going to run your business. And I no. I don't think they should be doing that. And one, I don't think they should uh, be able to say 500 and above, but anything below that, uh, no, you don't have to worry about it.
1: All right, Ron, thanks for checking, and we appreciate the call. Any other response to Ron, Annie?
2: Well, and what you and I, we touched upon it earlier was, and I think some people out there are thinking the same thing. What's to say now they can't turn around and say, okay, Tom's Toys, you have to divide your store. You know, you have to make sure that everything is exact. You have a gender-neutral section. All your dolls are not in one section. All your this or that. Now, that's a very small store, so it's probably not going to happen. But we have seen it with other federal and state legislation that started out big and ended up winnowing down to individuals, whether it was bakeries or whatever. So, you know, that's the other thing that is of concern.
1: We'll come back for a final segment with Annie Lorenz and we're live. We're local. You're listening to Hometown Radio.
0: Well, it's a marvelous night for a moon dance
1: with the stars above in your eyes. Top of the hours, ABC Radio News. Then we get into the bittersweet truth about chocolate. Tomorrow we've got uh, Joe Brittingham. We've got Professor Papp with us. Uh, Our man in Mexico, Rich, is going to explain why the Republicans are holding funding for Ukraine hostage. It is a Dave Congleton show. We got a lot, but we'll get through it. We'll march towards uh, Christmas together. We're in our final segment with Annie Lorenzen. If you want in on this, we need to hear from you now, please. We're talking about the brand-new law that takes place January 1st that requires all major retail outlets in California, companies that have more than 500 employees. You can still have boys' toys, and you can have girls' toys, but you have to have an aisle set aside or a section set aside for what is known as gender-neutral toys. And Annie and I are kind of scratching our head trying to figure out exactly what this means and why this is such a good idea. We're on the fence about it. Uh, textures is asking whether or not this is California law or federal law. It's California. This only applies to California. Anyway, if you want in, we need to hear from you now, please. 805 543 8830 or 800-549-5832. Correct me if I'm wrong, Annie, but I'm not aware of any other state in the entire country that has a law like this.
2: Um, I didn't look that up, so I can't answer that. I would think we would have heard about it when this editorial came out recently, but, you know, I haven't, so I don't know. Craig, you know what I'm
4: you're a parent. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, <laughs> this is ridiculous. I mean, this is exactly why people in every other state state think we are crazy because mm-hmm. of laws like this. I mean, it is such massive government overreach. Uh, mm-hmm. I could understand if there was a law saying if you carry toys, there must be a boy's aisle, there must be a uh, girl's aisle. And then you would say, oh, and there must be. But there are no laws dictating anything, boys or girls. So why do you have to now dictate gender neutrality Mm-hmm, and you're mm-hmm, reaching into mm-hmm. a private business. This is a personal, private business that the Calif- that California has no right. I know this is going to be fought in court, and but they well, do not if it's right. going to be
1: fought in court. Why well, hasn't been fought? It's been two years. It hasn't been fought yet. But
4: it hasn't been implemented. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing once there is uh, some fine, once some you know it actually gets uh, put into practice, that's when we're going to start seeing these lawsuits. I mean, there's nothing keeping. There's no sign saying girls can't go down this aisle. Girls can't buy things in this aisle. So why do you need a, a a law to dictate to a private business that you have to have a specific aisle for specific things in a private store?
1: I guess the three of us just aren't woke enough.
4: I mean, let well,
2: me tell- and you know, it's like that other that that one caller fellow said. There's this, you know, you've got. Oh, I lost it. Never mind. Senior moment.
4: <laughs> when I went on, it, it just reminds me of when I went on my cross country trip trip and I was in another state and the guy said, "Hey, where are you from?" I said, "California." He goes, "California. You can't t-, I remember this. You can't take 12 steps without breaking 10 laws in California." Yeah. And as yeah. soon as I saw that, I'm like, "Another law, another ridiculous law that just makes us look crazy." Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What do you think about that, nice. Amy?
2: Well, I think it, it it is it's overreach to the max you know for sure and there's what there it is what that other gentleman had said before was true boys have been shopping in girls aisles and girls in boys aisles for a while that's that's nothing new and whether it was toys or particular articles of clothing whatever it is that back and forth has always been going on so to make this law make it into a bill that has become a law you know the the lawsuit issue i hope craig's right but you know when we've had other things at the federal level uh, Roe versus Wade recently was one of those things where when people knew or had a suspicion that the Supreme Court voted was going to vote one way, then all these people, all these organizations and groups lined up, and they filed lawsuits immediately.
1: Yeah, but I think um, what's going to happen is exactly what happened in the Walmart here. They're just going to set up a token space. They're going to throw a mishmash of toys there and say, here you go. This is our gender neutral section, and leave it at that. <laughs>
2: Because well, they don't want to, they yeah, don't want to pay the fine. Okay, they and don't want to pay good, the fine. And that's pandering, so that's all right.
1: I yeah. get my argument remains that if the strategy is to educate uh, young people, the best way to do that is through the parents, and it's up to the parents to guide their children's education. I, I don't. Agree. I don't see the law uh, passing a law. I don't. I don't see what that accomplishes.
2: Especially if it's murky and it and it not only muddies waters but it's confusing. Because then you're looking at all the bureaucracy and all the money that has to be spent between legislating and, and enforcement, and this is this is a mess to be honest. Just if if anybody you know do pick it up, look how simple it is written and what it leaves out, um, and and where the specificity lies. It's very short. It's it's not hard. Assembly Bill number 1084, and it's the one that goes back um, that was published in October 21. It went through. So, because um, there's a 1084 for 20, 2023, so don't get them confused. It's 1084 from 2021. So, I agree with Craig.
1: We have some great texts coming in, but I can't, I can't read these.
2: Oh no, why? No, I can't. Some what? Of,
1: some of them are tasteless.
2: Oh, oh! Can't you uh, do a little quick editing?
1: No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. But we we appreciate the humor, but this is a family oh, okay. it's a family show.
2: Oh oh good. Then when we're offline after I sign off, then I, I want to hear one. Okay. Fair Please. Enough.
1: Uh pre- besides as-
2: which I have a, besides which I have an idea for another show that's really great for the season. All
1: right. Uh as so we start to wrap things up with Annie Lorenzen, what do you think what what what's your concern about what happens next?
2: My you know, the the concern always is the confusion and the continued polarization, because you're ending up talking to some talking about something that should be, in many cases, should be a non-issue. If it isn't a non-issue in those cases, that ought to be taken up. Families, school districts, I don't, you know, political group, whatever, but this is, people just need to take a brief moment to read it. It really didn't take me that long to read it, but you do need to be aware of what's coming down the pike, because I don't think I don't think this, this is the end of people hearing about this because January 1st is right around the corner. So we're going to see, you know. And legislation is aiming all this at big stores because, let's be, let's be real, not only is it politically correct in some areas to do this bill, to have this around for, for particular lobbies, but it's also a way to make what they think to make more income. Annie Lorenzen, you know, the backs of other people.
1: we have 30 seconds for you to deliver your holiday message to the world.
2: Oh, I just, if we could just be just be kind to one another, just on a day-to-day basis, if you just get up and wake up and decide that no matter who the person is in whatever environment that you meet them, that you are willing to stand there, look them in the eye, listen to them give them something good about themselves that you are witnessing or hearing and just encourage them if that's all we did one for just for one day and it's hard to do because that's what i'm working on and yeah. it's hard yeah, it's hard to remember that
1: but you make it easy for us annie thank you appreciate it very much off we go we've got news and traffic and weather then let us pursue the bittersweet truth about chocolate i'm dave congleton